Hey, welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. I'm Diane, your lactation consultant. And I'm Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And today's episode is brought to you by Fairhaven Health. Why waste your liquid gold in a breast pad? Wear the BPA-free Milky's Milk Saver and effortlessly collect every last drop of your leaking milk while you're breastfeeding. You can wear it on the opposite breast while breastfeeding or pumping to collect the letdown. Head to fairhavenhealth.com and use promo code BADASS for 10% off your purchase. And I have the review of the week. Yay. Yay. Okay. So this one is from Miss Mary Kate 87. And she says, thank you. I'm 30 weeks pregnant with my first baby and I already feel less anxious and worried about my baby's arrival, the fourth trimester and beyond. There will be so much to learn and figure out when my daughter arrives, but I feel as though it won't be so hard. I won't be so hard on myself if it doesn't go the way the world says it's supposed to go when the baby is here, because that's just not how most babies are. So I'm excited to meet her and go through this amazing experience with her. Thank you, ladies, for this amazing info and for just being real. And this is really an amazing review for me because I feel like the last year or so, I've been on this huge kick to be like, we need to normalize what it's like after babies are born. Really? Yeah. You know, so for somebody to listen while they're pregnant and say, okay, now I feel like I can tackle whatever comes at me because all of it's normal, you know, so that makes me feel good. Yes, and Mary-Kate is, like, so ahead of the game. Like, she's learning all of this, like, now. You know, not waiting for the... And it doesn't mean that she's not going to run into problems. It just means that she's going to now have resources, and she's going to know where to go, and she's going to know to be like, oh, I better call Diane and Abby. Right. And (laughs) she can just, like, go and roll with it. You know, like, so if her baby doesn't sleep, like everybody thinks her baby should sleep, she can be like, okay, let me just kind of think about this for a minute and do my, you know, do my learning and researching. Mm -hmm. And it's hard. When I talk to people that are in like my breastfeeding classes and stuff like that, I'm always telling them, you know, when you're pregnant, you're just really thinking about having the baby. And I'm sure you were the same way. Like you think about how's the baby coming out and that's it and everything else I'll deal with after the baby comes out. Well, birth is such a big thing and you're so scared of it Mm -hmm. and it's so huge. It's so huge. It's just like this mountain you have to climb and whatever comes after the mountain is like, oh, whatever. That'll be all downhill from there. Right. You know, I mean, easy. (laughs) You know, it'll all be like, you know, walking down the stairs instead of up the stairs. And it's like... I, I couldn't get past it. I couldn't stop thinking about the birth. And then, yeah, afterwards, everything, that's when it all starts. That's when all the stuff starts that you actually needed to know. Right. I mean, you need to know the birth stuff, too. But, I mean, you know. But you don't. And you're not as prepared. Right. You don't realize how much of a fog you're in after that baby's born. There's no yeah. way you can realize that. No. So it's just, you know, when, you, when you're pregnant, you're like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll deal with all that breastfeeding stuff after. I'll deal with all that, you know all the questions and you know whatever after and it's like oh my gosh you it's so much easier when you can get your feet into it beforehand if you have time to do that so good for you mary kate miss mary kate (laughs) good luck okay yes let us know if you have problems yes so today we're going to talk about um we're going to do another little tongue tie thing and i know that we did one not that long ago i think it's been within the last year but this is not about like, okay, does your baby have a tongue tie? That is not what we're talking about today at all. This is more of like when to do a revision or how to know or where to to get your resources from or where to, you know, where you can 
go to try to figure out, is this what's going on with your baby? Because I don't know if it's happening. I think it is happening a lot in the U.S. I don't know about around the world, but um, I get messages from a lot of people all over and I see a lot of things all over that people think their baby's tongue tied. They're being told their baby's tongue tied. They have to do revisions or their baby's not going to breastfeed. And then their baby still doesn't breastfeed. So we need to really talk about what is going on with this craziness that is the tongue tie movement right now. Well, yeah, and there's so many people who are being told, like you said, that their baby has a tongue tie, but maybe this person doesn't really know because as you, if you listen to the podcast, <laughs> you'll listen to us often tell you about people who are not trained in lactation and how often they give out advice and recommendations when they don't have all the information. Right. And so it's not just like, oh, my baby has a tongue tie. Yeah, I heard about that on Facebook. I better get it revised and then everything will be fine. It's like, wait a minute, slow down for a second. This is not a little thing. You know, if somebody tells you that, depending on who it is, you know, you might want a second opinion right. or a little coaching. So I don't even know where to start. Like we have, there are on Facebook, if anybody is a social media person on Facebook, there are tongue tie groups that people join if their baby is tongue-tied because they're trying to find answers and they have questions and they want to talk with other moms about this which is totally understandable absolutely but there are some really scary things going on on those pages and it can be very overwhelming to read all this stuff now tongue ties are not all created equal lactation consultants are not all created equal and if you ask another mom, what do you think? She's going to tell you her scenario. She's not going to give you the advice that you need for your baby. So you really need to talk to somebody that knows how to determine, is it a tongue tie problem? Is there a tongue tie at all? Is it something else that's causing the problem? May, you know, Do you want a revision? Do you not want a revision? What kind of revision you should have? It's not a simple okay, if I do this, my baby's going to breastfeed fine. It doesn't work like that the majority of the time. And if it sometimes if you get it done, if you like, you know, get into these groups or somebody tells you, I think your baby's got a tongue tie and you go and you get this revision done, which means either, you know, clipping the frenulum with a pair of scissors or with a laser, depending on you and, you know, your, your choices, that doesn't always fix the problem. And if it doesn't fix the problem, it probably wasn't the problem to begin with. But now you have a baby who's trying to relearn how to use their tongue and recover from this procedure and try to figure out how to breastfeed on top of it. So now it's twice as bad as it was before you started. That sounds like a lot. It's a lot. So so what does somebody do if they've been told that their baby has a tongue tie? I, and so I'm sorry. And, and before that, like, how would somebody know to even do are people like what are people usually reaching out about pain? People are reaching out about pain. People are reaching out about um, weight gain problems. People are reaching out about milk supply. Um, and yes, the, the problem is that like tongue ties can definitely impact all these things. And but so can other thing, you know, like it's not all just like, right. okay, you have these symptoms, therefore this is the problem. Um, I feel like one of the biggest things is to 
be able to determine the baby's tongue mobility. You know, so the baby, I have had a lot of babies that the I could see the tie, I could see the tight frenulum, I knew it was there, but the baby was doing just fine with feeding. And it was, the feedings were not a problem. Or I could see the frenulum and the frenulum was there and, and I saw that that was, you know, that was there, but their tongue mobility was not doing what it needed to do for other reasons. Mm-hmm. But you have to know how to tell that. You know what I mean? And I don't know how to like explain. I wish I could explain that better. But you have to be with somebody skilled enough. You have to see a lactation consultant that's skilled enough to be able to determine, you know what, your baby's tongue mobility is not where it needs to be. And it's not because of a tongue tie. You have to have somebody that knows, okay, you know what, your baby's suck is uncoordinated or the baby's swallow pattern is uncoordinated. You know, things like that. That people say, oh, that must be a tongue tie. No, it's not. It's a coordination problem. It has nothing to do with a tongue tie. But and if you go on Facebook or if you go into a mom's group and you say, my baby is not feeding well, people go, oh, did somebody check for a tongue tie? You better check for a tongue tie. Did you go to somebody who's tongue tie savvy? Because if they didn't know what they're talking about, then they might not know that that's what it is. It's like, but it wasn't that. It's not that. But then if you take that uncoordinated baby and you do a procedure on them, that's going to make them more uncoordinated. Oh, it's confusing, isn't it? Yeah, it is really confusing. And then plus, and plus, you know, what you were saying is that there are lactation consultants out there, wonderful lactation consultants that haven't seen a lot of babies with tongue ties. It's just not like, you know, it's like with doctors, you know, there's a lot of different areas of specialty, right? And what I didn't realize at first, I was like, oh, lactation consultants will just tell you all about breastfeeding. But but really, people kind of, uh, you know, end up with like a lot of experience in certain areas. Right. Right. Maybe right. not. It's not maybe not, maybe it's not tech uh, officially a specialty. But like, you know, one lactation might be consultant might be really, really savvy in like in the area of pumping or one might be, you know, whatever, like seen a lot of babies with tongue ties. And, you know, that would be a really good person to see. So that makes it even more complicated. Yeah. It can't, you know, and a lot of times people will say, well, the person in the hospital said that maybe the baby has a tongue tie. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate that they can, like, you know, kind of point that out or or put the mom on guard, you know, just just in case. And I remember even doing that when I was in the hospital. You know, I see the, especially if it was really like at the tip of the tongue, a very obvious one. And I would say, okay, we're not seeing any problems right now, but I want you to watch for pain. I want you to watch for really long feedings, like the baby's not being efficient, you know, things like that. Um, But a a lactation consultant in the hospital, they're not spending very much time with you. Or it's pretty rare that they can spend much time with you. You know, it's it's a pretty quick visit, you know, and you're not there for very long. So you don't really, they don't get to really see how the baby's feeding. They don't get to follow you like you might need them to for a situation like this. Sometimes it really takes a few days, you know, because babies, when babies are born, they're tired. They are uncoordinated. You know, there's issues at birth that can keep them from feeding really well. Um, Sometimes we need a a couple of weeks to figure out, you know, is this a tongue tie issue or is this a coordination problem? And in the meantime, if you run out and do something like a revision, before we know what the problem really is, you could be jumping the gun on something that doesn't need to be done. 
but and you making really something worse. Yeah, and making something worse. But you really, you really definitely want to see somebody or talk to somebody that has had a lot of varied experience. You know, that has a lot of experience with tongue ties, with babies that are feeding, with feeding problems. You know, I mean, there's some great lactation consultants out there, but maybe their expertise isn't with feeding problems. Maybe their expertise is with, like you said, with maybe breastfeeding education or, you know, pumping or hospital-based lactation, you know, things like that. I kind of think about it, like if you put it into a perspective of like other little things that you do in your life. And as we're talking about this, I'm thinking about like when I go get my hair done. And I know that we talk a lot yeah. about like going to get our hair done, but because yeah. <laughs> we really like to get our hair done. Because it's but, awesome. It is awesome. But I, I have one person that I see very, very religiously and she is one of the best in Rochester, I feel like, because I've been to a lot of people and I trust her and she's been doing this for a long time and she's very smart when it comes to knowing colors and all that stuff to do. I don't want somebody just out of hair school putting chemicals on my head. I just really don't. <laughs> right. And the times when I have trusted somebody to do it that I probably shouldn't have, I ended up with hair that was fried. So it's like I don't you want you want to have somebody that's been like, you know what, you've been around the block a little bit with these babies. So maybe, you know, somebody that can really determine, can you, can you tell me if this is a suck issue? Can you tell me if this is a, a tongue tie? If people will call me and they'll be like, um, I'm having trouble feeding. I think my baby has a tongue tie with like no basis for thinking that at all. Just that there's trouble feeding. Yeah. Right. And it's like, and there's so, because there's so much media about the oh tongue tie these days. It's just everywhere. It's crazy. It's crazy. How much there is but, out there. Yeah, I know. What you were saying, this has nothing to do with anything except that it's kind of funny. But like my, I went to take Jack and Exley to get their hair cut. And Jack has, Jack has pretty straight hair. And Exley has really curly hair, like spirally curly hair. Tight spirally, spiral, spiral curls. He looks like Shirley Temple. <laughs> He's awesome. It's except awesome, that yeah. she, she, so she cut his hair. I mean, he looked horrible it looked terrible she did jack's hair it looked amazing like you just some hairstylists don't like curly hair is a specialty right you know just like i don't know i know i just had to tell that story but i mean you know and the same like i mean when i was a counselor like i worked with teenagers if you brought me a five-year-old i'd be like me i went to school for this i mean i studied this and read about it but i don't have any experience working with young children yeah you and know, I, so it would be yeah. very difficult for me to be like the appropriate person to work with that person, even though I was a social worker. I'm like very, you know, I'm trained to do this, but that's not my specialty. And I, I have a lot of therapist friends who are the same way. They'll be like, I mean, do you do, you know, do you work with kids? No, I'd prefer not to. Or I'm not, my specialty is not drug addiction. You know, I don't want to do that. Or I, I'm not good with right. trauma or whatever. You know, everybody's got a thing that they're good at. Well, and yeah, and breastfeeding is so broad. I mean, there's so many different things that you can... You know, but somehow, it would be impossible to be an expert in every single area. Right. But you know? somehow people kind of think, oh, you're a lactation consultant. You know the same amount of stuff as a lactation consultant down the street. And it's like, but right. maybe not. You know, we just have different not. experiences. Right. Yeah. We have different experiences and we all get our training in different ways, too. And I try to right. let people know that as well. Like everybody gets trained differently and, you know, everybody uses their training differently. So if you are worried that there is a situation with your baby, if your baby is not feeding well, then definitely, you know, get get some good answers. But we always have to look back at 
okay, where, you know, why are we having this problem? What is causing the problem? Why are we having the problem? And is it truly a tongue tie issue or is it not? And you have to kind of feel good about your decision too, because if it is, if it is a tongue tie issue, but it's not causing problems, do you want to fix it? You know, do you want to do that? And some families say, you know what? I don't want to do anything. So it really, some people do not want to have a revision done until they do see that there's a problem. You know, they don't want to do anything that they don't have to do with their baby. And I get that. And that should be up to them. But I have also seen on some of these social media pages, people really saying, oh, you really should do it because this, this, and this is linked to tongue tie. So you, you really should get it done. And it's like, there's, there's a lot of fear mongering there, you know, and it's a lot of confusion with mothers who don't know if they should really get it done and if it's going to fix the problem that they need to fix. And I've seen a lot of guilt with moms when I've said to them, you know, because sometimes they'll come to me as like the last person they've seen, you know, like they've seen all these people and the baby's still not breastfeeding well. And then they'll come to me and I'll be like, that was, I really feel like that was never the problem. You know, like I didn't see the tie that you had replaced that you had repaired, but I do not think that that was the issue. So and this is why, you know, you would probably see some some improvement. You would you know, you wouldn't still be having these issues, whatever. But then they feel really guilty that they did something that probably didn't need to be done. And that's a horrible feeling. Yeah. And it's a lot of time and money involved, too. Right, right, right. And I have a story right after um, a message from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Fairhaven Health. With the Milky's Milk Tray, you can freeze your breast milk in one-ounce sticks so that you can thaw just the right amount of milk for each feed. Reusable and environmentally friendly and can be used for baby food later. You won't waste any milk anymore. Head to fairhavenhealth.com and use promo code BADASS for 10% off your purchase. And so when I had Exley, I told you, I'm sure I've told this story a bunch of times, but I had Exley and he was like, I don't know, a couple weeks old or something. And his poop was still green. And I called my lact, you know, the thing that was like very different from the first time and the second time was that I knew lactation consultants. So I yeah. picked up the phone and I called one and I said, is his poop still supposed to be green? And she was like, no, um, you know, what, you know. Do you want to maybe see somebody about like, well, I brought him to, so I was talking to someone on the phone and then I was seeing somebody in person because now I know too many lactation consultants. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I like brought him to see this woman in person and she was kind of like looking at him like I'm looking for like any kind of ties and I'm looking at his tongue and his tongue isn't really reaching the top of his mouth. Um, when he's crying and you know, like all these things and I could kind of see what she was talking about. And then I'm going, oh, God. And I started to really freak out because I was like, I don't want to clip his tongue. I don't that it just seemed like I don't I'd rather not deal with that. You know, I'd rather just not deal with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then so then I called the other one. I was on the phone. She was like, do you um, she's like, OK, so let's just let's let's do something else first. Let's let's just ha- do a little bit of like tweaking because I was tandem feeding, too. So she said, let's. You know, let's make sure that Exley's getting the full breast every time that you're nursing him. Because I was just like free for all. Like everybody grab a boob. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Um, And she's like, no, it matters. (laughs) You know, make sure he's getting the full breast. And then, you know, and then Jack can, you know, finish off the, the, um, you know, the one, the empty one. Um, And then they can switch, whatever. 
But so then she was like, also try, you know, breast compressions while you're nursing and then, you know, all this. So I did this after a week and he started. Oh, and he also wasn't gain, green poop and hadn't gained any weight. Poop turned brown and he started gaining weight. Like, there you go. Ga- gained so much weight. And so, you know. You know, thank God we tried that first because I could have, you know, if I had been in any other kind of situation, I could have been shuffled along the lines of the clipping his tongue for a tongue tie. That wouldn't wasn't the problem. Right. And that clearly wasn't the problem because when I made a few tweaks, he clearly could nurse fine. I mean, we all have a frenulum, you know, like we all have one. It's just different lengths. Right. And it just depends. Is it? causing the problem you know is it causing a problem or is it not causing a problem and i have seen people put pictures on facebook and say do you think my baby you know in like groups not to me particularly but in groups does this look my baby does this look like my baby has a tongue tie or does this look like my baby has a lip tie it's like you cannot judge that by a picture mamas please do not get serious advice about your baby from strangers on Facebook. Please do not. Because they do not, they are not experts. And even if they were, they cannot see the function of your baby's tongue. And they are not having an in-depth conversation with you about what the symptoms are, what the situation is, what the history is, what the birth was like, all of that stuff via one little post on Facebook. So please do not get your information from there. Yeah, I mean, I would say if you have been told, you know, if you're having problems, you reached out and somebody tells you that your baby has a, a, a tongue tie or a lip tie or whatever, and that I would just immediately seek a second opinion. I would immediately call a lactation consultant. And now, but then here we are to the question, how can we find a lactation consultant that we know is going to know? Do we just say, hey, do you know much about tongue ties? Yeah, you could say, because I've had people come right out and ask me that too. And be like, you know, do you um, do you know anything about, you know, tongue ties? Are you comfortable with that? Are you familiar with that? Um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm concerned that my baby has one. And I usually, yes, I, I am. I am very, you know, very comfortable with it. Um, if you ask somebody that and they say, oh, yeah, and then they automatically say, I think you should clip it, then I would I would ask them, you know, is there anything else I could do? Are you sure that's the problem? You know, like really making sure that that there's nothing else. I always tell moms, yes, you can clip it. Like if I do think it's the issue, but I also try to do other things that are non-invasive first. You know, like maybe let's try some feeding therapy. Maybe let's try some, um, if the baby maybe has some tightness in the jaw or in the neck due to a traumatic birth. Let's try, you know, baby massage, infant chiropractic, things like that first. PT, you know, infant physical therapy. Those things are very non-invasive. And let's see if that fixes the problem first, because that could be all that's needed. Help getting them coordinated, help loosening up those tight muscles, help working on the suck pattern, all of those things that can be seen as a tongue tie problem, but really is not. So I would ask definitely, is there something that's not invasive that I can do first that would be helpful? And, you know, and see, because there are lots of other options that people just did not even realize were there. 
Right. Yeah. So, I mean, even if your baby does, even if you, yeah, like you say, even if you've been told, yes, your baby has a tongue tie. Yes, your baby. Because, I mean, like what it is, and it, like you said, everyone has a frenulum. Like, like it's not just this black and white thing. Like, yes, there's a tongue tie. No, there's not a tongue tie. Like, it's more complicated than that, right? There's right. like all, it's just all gray area. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's like, is this frenulum the problem, you know, the cause of this problem that you're experiencing? And even if it is short, if it's the tip of the tongue, you know, if it's like, you know, looks, you can really see it. You can say, oh, that's very, you know, noticeable. It doesn't automatically mean that that's the problem. Right. No, it right? doesn't. I mean, no. so, so you might need to do. I think that, you know, especially as a new parent, things always seem very scary and very urgent. And certainly if your baby's having problem gaining weight or whatever, I understand that's going to be so heavy mm-hmm. and so scary. Um but I, but to investigate these problems, you want to just, you know, I, I feel like people are told, okay, here's a, here's a tongue tie. Let's get it clipped. Oh my God, let's go tomorrow. Right. And then they kind you know, of like, leave them out there with no follow-up. And that's the yeah, problem. And they, the, right. You know, they think that it's going to fix it and it, then there's no follow-up. And then the mom is kind of left there going, I'm still having a problem. So it's, it's very frustrating. I think one of the things too is pain. You know, people link pain to... It must be a tongue tie. And when people call mm-hmm. me and they say, you know, I'm having pain, pain that is associated with a tongue tie, that is truly associated with a tongue tie, that pain will be on both breasts every time you feed, throughout the entire feeding, no matter what position you put the baby in. Mm. If it's a situation where it's like, oh, sometimes it's painful, but sometimes it's not, really it's only on one breast, not so much on the other, you know, like that, then that's a positioning problem. That we need Mm. to work on. And I've had that happen a lot where I'm like, you know what? It would be we wouldn't be able to get you in a comfortable position at all if it was a tongue tie issue because that's not going away. That's going to continually impede the feed and you're going to feel that wherever you put the baby. Mm -hmm. But if it's like a positioning thing and we just move the baby or, you know, do something different with the positioning and that works and there's no pain with that feeding, then that that is not the problem. And I've had that, I have had that happen a lot and it just, it's happened a lot. And then, you know, then we go, oh, see, good thing we didn't run out and, and do something that didn't need to be done. Right. And if you have had a tongue tie and this is starting to make you feel really awful. Don't. (laughs) I'm really sorry. This is not at all the purpose of this is to say like, oh, you made a mistake. Oh, you know, that's not at all the issue. I mean, if you had it, it's no problem. Like, if you've had it, it's fine. You're going to work through it, and it's going to be fine. It's going to be totally right. fine. Right. We're just saying for people who are in this position right now who are looking into it that we've gotten to a place, like you were saying, in this culture where we're starting to move really quick on these procedures, these really these kind of invasive procedures, when maybe it might, might not be necessary and also might not be the problem. Mm-hmm. So wouldn't it be nice to actually address the actual problem? Because then then you can find a solution. Right. And if you, know, if you are somebody that had a revision done, then you are somebody that can help the other moms. You know, as far as like what to kind of watch for, what to look for. Maybe you saw somebody that was really great and helpful. And that would be you know, good information to share with others, but don't do not feel like, Oh my gosh, I got it done. And now I feel guilty about it because you're, you're kind of going based off information that you're receiving. And that's really, we are an information overload now in our generation. It's terrible. And sometimes there's just way too much 
you know. And the way just... we're dealing with that on this podcast is to give you more information. Right. We're just giving you more. <laughs> yes. More things <laughs> more to More on top on. of it. Now you could tune everyone else out and just listen to us. We promise we're giving you the good stuff. Yeah. So just turn the rest of it off. And if you have questions, let us know. Yeah. And we will point you in the direction of reliable information. Absolutely. And we'll give you the questions to ask because sometimes that yeah. is what is confusing you know if you go into somebody they say the baby's got tongue tied like oh okay but there's lots of questions to ask and there's lots of questions they should be asking you so to determine whether or not that's really the problem so you can always reach out and you know we can help you with that absolutely Mm -hmm. thank you diane totally life-changing as usual i try to change everybody's life i need someone to come and change my life (laughs) Wouldn't that be good? <laughs> That's Somebody, another podcast. That's totally another podcast. Yes. Absolutely. Well, thank you all. Sorry. Thank you all for listening. And please share your experience in the review section on iTunes. And maybe you will be the review of the week. And head to badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com for sponsor links, for promo codes, for a list of resources, all of our other episodes, and information about how you can schedule your own online consultation with Diane, the information master over there. (laughs) Thank you. Bye. Bye.